the women around me as a child in the 90s were beautiful. They wore lipstick. They were strong and powerful. They wore curls in their hair. Now, I'm not going to lie, my grandmother did rock an afro, and she also, uh, to this day, has locks. But I remember when she used to get her hair curled at the hair parlor when I was probably still in primary school at that point. I never saw myself in the woman around me, which made it difficult to know how I was supposed to care for myself. I wasn't playing spa. I have no memories of pressing on nails. Tea time was really not my thing because I've always had huge hands. I remember the boys on the playground being just as confused, not knowing whether I was a girl, and the girls being just as confused as the boys, not knowing if I was a boy. Come take a walk with me so you can see how this masculine-presenting woman met self-care. Good people, good people, how are y'all doing? It is 8.13 on Thursday night, and man, it is storming like crazy outside. Um, I mean, I literally had to come into the closet the first time I've ever been in the closet in my entire life. <laughs> um, I appreciate y'all for listening to this episode. I appreciate everybody that was up late with me last night. Please be sure if you are listening to stop right now and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. When you do that, that lets me know that you appreciate this podcast. Um, And it also allows for you to be able to give me feedback on this podcast. So please subscribe, rate, and review. If you are using Apple Podcasts, you are able to hit the subscribe button. And then you could scroll down and leave us a rating and a review right beneath the episodes. If you are listening to this podcast via Spotify, you are able to follow the podcast there as well and also leave a review. I do appreciate you guys listening. And now since we got that shit out the way, how y'all doing? It is Thursday. And if y'all hung out with me late last night, that means that you know that we have a new segment called Up Late. In 20 minutes or less, I cover my day. I have so many late night thoughts. So I was just like, well, fuck it. Why don't I just do an up late segment where I talk about whatever comes to me at the end of the day is off the cuff. And it is where I am unorganized, unscripted and also undone. Um, So, yeah, check out episode nine. If you have not, I talked about celeb guests that I have next week. I talked about some current health shit that I'm going through. Um, I talked about divorce that I'm going through. (laughs) Um, And I also talked about uh, some tropical uh, Kool-Aid. It was peach mango, and it was really good. Tonight, I'm actually drinking an alcoholic beverage, um, some cognac, and it is also yummy. It's A21, so let's get into this shit. Um, 
For some reason, a lot of people are under the impression that dominant lesbians walk around with the forest in their pants, their armpits are overgrown, um, and that our toe, our toes, our toenails are um, untouched from, like, since the day we were born. And I don't know, like, where those, like, assumptions came from or, like, how they derive. But I think that, like, back in the day, like, super butchiness was something that was, like, scaled all the way to the max. You had your butchers. You had your soft butchers. You had your chapstick lesbians. I'm taking it way fucking back. Like, I mean, like, Ellen would be, like, a chapstick lesbian back in her day. Um, Of course, you have your... hmm, your stone butch, you have your studs, your stems, the list goes on. I think that somewhere someone said, well, they look manly, so there's no way they remove hair from their private areas or there's no way that they shave their legs. And yeah, I don't, I don't shave my legs. I used to shave my legs when I was younger. Um, I think mainly because like my mom hated hair growing on my legs. Um, I'm gonna tell you guys a funny story. I was, let me see, I was 13 years old. And I guess, you know, at that point I had like, I was growing a fucking forest down there at that time. I was a teenager. I was already wearing boy briefs and tidy whities um, by 13. But I guess the hair had like completely overwhelmed my mom. And she decided to put fucking Veet. It's like, it's almost like Nair. Um, but to me, it just smells worse. She decided to put Veet on my fucking vagina. When I say you will never lose trust in someone the way that I lost trust in her from that point going forward it was such a fucked up situation because she was like, okay, you know, now just sit here with your legs open. We're just going to wait a moment. And I'm literally looking at her like, I don't think this is going to end well, but let's just see what the fuck happens. So the shit starts to heat up. And all I could think about was, oh my gosh, like, I'm, I'm literally thinking like something's on fire, like something's burning because I literally feel my fucking left lip burning the fuck off. I never understood why this was a good idea, but I think that I concluded that my mom no longer wanted me to use the house scissors for trimming my pubic hairs. Um, so yeah, she used the fucking V and you know, I start to say, oh my, no, mom, this is burning. Oh my gosh, mom, it's burning. So she's like, okay, okay. So she stands me up and she sits on the toilet top where she had me sitting like legs coughed the fuck open. And she gets the, the rag and she wets the rag and she's trying to like wipe the hair and like wipe on the side of each side and in between and shit. And when I when I tell you, it felt like someone fucking poured jalapeno and chili pepper juices on my fucking vagina. All I knew was that if this is what the fuck it took to remove the hair from my vagina, I would not be doing it for another 100 years. 
I don't care if my pubic hairs growed up my chest, over, behind my neck, and down my fucking butt. I don't care. At that point, I was just like, this is not for me. Now I know why the women around me look so fucking strong. Because they were having their vaginas burnt the fuck off every week. If not every two weeks. But this was my sole first experience with self-care. And when I tell y'all, this shit was a shock. Like, shock of the fucking nation to my entire world. I was just like, I don't understand. Like... I take a razor and I'm able to shave my legs. But even at that point, I only was shaving my legs because my mom hated the hair on my legs. She hated it so much. To this day, she still hates it so much. She's always just like, no, no woman's ever going to want you with that hair on your legs. And I'm just like, you know, I'm a a grown ass man out in these streets. Like, (laughs) you need to go ahead and check my Rolodex. But either way, like, that was my first fucking experience with true self-care. Um, I've always hated, even from being a kid, I've always hated lotioning and moisturizing. Um, I hated that. I, I still to this day have a big fucking problem. When I get out of the shower, I have to like force myself to moisturize my skin. It's so bad. And you would think like, I think it's just fountain of youth, but like you would think that I would be like fucking brittle and crispy crackly at this point. Um, but actually I was looking in the mirror at like my elbows earlier today and I was just like, like my fucking fountain of youth is not as full as it used to be because my left elbow is doing like this Brillo pad theme. It's like, I can like touch it and I'm hearing little shit, but I think maybe I really scraped it. But either way, like that was my first experience of self-care as far as like removing the hair from down there. And It Even to this day, when I think about that experience, it scarred me like it it scarred me for at least for at least like six years. And I know someone is like, so for six years until she was 19, she let the hair grow. What the fuck does she do? Cornrow it? No, I went back to using the house scissors. Come on, guys, keep up. So I'm going to take y'all back just a few short years when I smelled my underarm for the first time. Like, it was bad. Like, it was pretty bad. And I never understood, like, why my best friend, Kiera, who's sort of like my cousin, um, Kiera and my other cousin, Brianna, why their underarms never smelled like mine. Like, I never understood. And then I found out that they were using deodorant. So we were probably like, shit, about seven and eight at this age. Now, my grandmother believes in all things natural to this day. She only uses rubbing alcohol under her armpits. um, And she will tell people, don't use deodorant. It has aluminum. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't use the stuff that's man-made. Use natural stuff, right? So at seven and eight, she was putting rubbing alcohol. She would just dump some out on a rag and rub my underarms with it, right? And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to need some deodorant. Like, 
please. So I, I guess maybe she like also gave my mom this. I have seen my mom do it before, but I've seen my mom use more deodorant like as a kid. Um, so my mom actually did the same thing with me for a while. And then they started to notice like Eve smells like like two football players, like two like little leaguers. So they started to show me how to use deodorant. And um, I didn't know it then, like growing up, but then I, I only became older to know uh, that I had hyperhidrosis and it's where you sweat profusely. It's basically like it's stress sweating. You know, Caucasian people, they always give a name for shit. It's called stress sweating. Um, so, yeah, like I stress sweated as a kid. Um, it probably was because my fucking pube hairs was like growing through my fucking jeans I probably was just hot it was just probably like too insulated but either way like I stress sweated like all through my teens um into my early 20s but yeah like it was like rubbing alcohol for deodorant and my brother lord rest his soul he he always made sure I had my chapstick in my pocket. Y'all remember that little pocket that would be on the jeans? Like it was a little square pocket inside the big pocket. He would always put my chapstick in that pocket. And before he put it in there, he would put some of my lips and he would say, don't, don't lose your chapstick. And I would say, oh, I'm not. And um, I never did. And then I would have it for a few days and then I would lose it. And then he would buy me another one and then I would lose it. And then he would buy me another one. And should I think until I was about 17 um, when he was killed, he was still buying me chapsticks, believe it or not. Um, I miss him, but he he was very influential um, with how I kept my lip care because he knew that I wasn't the type of girl that was going to do lip gloss and I didn't care if my lips was popping and all of that. I didn't care about that. Um, I did end up going to, I went to boarding school at 13 um, and I didn't stay there, but that is where I got my red flag um, for the first time. And I had known what like a tampon was, didn't know what a pad was before that time, had no idea about nothing. And I remember like being so afraid because I'm just like, something's happening in my pants. I don't know what it is. I know that I'm not peeing, but something's happening. And then I was leaving class and someone was like, I think you should go like back to the dorms and change your pants. And I figured it all out when I got there and my roommate wasn't in our room and I went next door to ask our dorm mom, Miss Brown, Carmen Brown. Gosh, she was so great. I went next door to ask her, you know, hey, Miss Brown, I think I came on my period today and, you know, I don't have anything. And she's like, oh, OK, well, here. So she gives me a tampon. Right. I have no fucking idea what it is when she gives it to me. And I'm just like, OK. And she's looking at me like, OK. And I'm just like, so what am I, what am I supposed to do with this? So she's like, oh, um, oh, you don't. And I was just like, no, like, no, God damn it. I don't know. Like, come fucking show me. Come show me how to insert this to where it needs to go before I put this shit upside down. Like, I don't know that it's not a rocket and that the string don't go in first. Like, like literally. So we go in the bathroom 
and she's in one stall, I'm in the other stall, and she's trying to describe to me what to do and how to do it and where it goes, and I was just like, okay. So at first she was like, this may not work. I'm going to give you a pad. But remember, I was wearing briefs already then. Um, So at that point, I was actually just wearing, like, the tighter briefs that go down the thigh. Ain't no pad about to fit in those, beloved. No pad is going to fit in those, beloved, at all. And trust me, I tried. And it felt like a fucking diaper. To this day, I have no idea how people walk around in a diaper. I have a lot of questions about that. I think I'll probably be asking those at some point. I've seen some doms wear a pad in women underpants, and then they put boxers or briefs over it. Do people still do that? Um, A lot of people don't know. I have never been with a man, um, which I'm proud to say I'm like true blue to the core lesbo, right? But like, was that going to stop me from from taking those tampon instructions? So me and Miss Brown, we tried it again. And after I saw that that tamp that that pad wasn't going to work, I was like, oh, this tampon is going to work today. So I took a deep breath and I inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. And the tampon worked. And this was another moment. And I was just like, is this really what women go through? Like women, like strongest, most strongest individuals on the planet. We got to burn our frontal areas off to get the hair off. We have to like shove something in some place that's dark. Like the thing doesn't have any headlights on it. It's just so many, so many things I was very concerned about from a mechanical male point of view. I just had a lot of questions about the inner workings of all of this shit that seemed really fucking dysfunctional. Um, Very fucking dysfunctional. So as time goes on, I had a couple of girlfriends. I discovered that I wasn't the person that wanted to be touched. I was a huge touch me not, right? So I didn't have to worry about, like, my two cornrows that were growing in my briefs that I, I could almost put beads on the end of by this point. I think I'm, like, 19. and. I was dating this chick and I was just like, wow, like, you know, I was like looking at the landscape and she's just looking at me like, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, get to work. Like, like, stop staring at me, you know? And I'm just like, how do you remove your hair? Because at this point I'm seeing little stubs and I had never seen it from this perspective. Right. And she's like, oh. I just, I use what they use at a barbershop. I just use the the trimmers. I bought some from the beauty supply and I use the the clippers and trimmers to keep it nice and neat. Mind blowing. Mind blowing. I think in 2020, they call the shit manscaping. Um, That's what I call it. I call it manscaping. Um, I think that whoever fucking came up with that most clever individual in the self-scaping industry. So, yeah, from about 19 forward, I've been manscaping. Um, I find that self-care on a bodily um, scale is something that's, like, super fucking important, dude. Like, I don't shave my legs. I haven't shaved my legs in over 10 years at this point. Um, But I still manscape. I do not remove hair from my armpits. Um, But the good thing is that When you stop removing hair, actually, I'm lifting my arm up, but y'all can't see me. When you stop removing the hair from underneath your arm, it doesn't continue to grow. Like after like 
a few years, it doesn't grow the same. So I think the last time I removed hair probably was like middle of last year. It's been a, it's been a while. And the hair is very soft and it's very short hair. Um, so I think like maybe like the hair shaft or something goes dormant. But either way, I'm happy about it. When it gets to the point where like the hair itself, I think something that I use in my deodorant um, like dyes my hair. I do I do use a natural deodorant. But I think it like turns some of it blonde. And when I notice that the actual hair is getting to be um, like that blondish color, I'll just take it off. And no, I don't use house scissors. I use the clippers to trim up and keep everything neat, um, which is something that, you know, <laughs> I still I can't lie. I still do think about the time where my mom put Veet down there. Every time I sit on the toilet top to do my manscape, I think about that. And I'd just be like, damn, what if I would have just stopped and thought that there was no other way? I have tried waxing before. That's just not my thing because, like, the way my testosterone is set up, I will literally punch someone in the face. Um, The few times I did try it, though, I probably was, like, 20, 21. I didn't want to make time to manscape. And I was just like, no, I think manscaping is the way because this shit, it's not for the weak hearted. That's another thing that really gets in the way of people properly showing love to themselves. You know, like self-care, of course, isn't always grooming. It's not always going to, you know, the barbershop. Sometimes self-care is taking moments for yourself where you're reading, where you're taking a bubble bath, you know, where you're literally just laying down in the middle of the bed with earphones on, listening to your favorite song. Um, We do have to continue to make time for ourselves. I have been neglecting myself for quite some time. And I think last night I did mention on our Up Late episode, I talked about Um, the spine condition that I have, right? And it's actually made me take a look at how much I go, 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 and how much time I do not allocate to myself. So today I was just like, you know what? I'm going to be able to share with my fucking listeners what I did today. So today I got up, I took my friend's dog. I stopped by their house and took my friend's dog like to the groomers um, for them. The fucking people in the groomers just to just as a fucking heads up, they were not only racist, but they were homophobic. And it's just like, first of all, like nobody fucking wants you because you have this 2005 pixie cut. Okay. And your mass is saggy. So you could have Corona. Like, like, let's just start there. Um, Second of all, you don't know how to use a computer at the place where you work that you're not new at. I've seen you here a thousand times and you still don't know what you're doing. And instead of being the incompetent white person, you want to be rude to the black person that's just trying to bring a dog in for grooming. So I had to deal with that shit first thing this morning. But either way, you know, Sharon is Karen. Help my friend out. Win-win situation. I did let them know, however, I'm going I'm to I'm need you to go get your dog. Because if I have to go back up in there, it's going to be a hostile situation with Kelly, Shelly, and Karen. Had no time for it. But either way, um, after I got out of there, I'm sitting in my car in the parking lot outside uh, of the, the groomer. And I'm just like, you know what? 
I talked about fucking self-care on our up late episode last night. I'm going to go to Target and I'm going to get me a brand new pedicure kit. I usually go to this spa um, that's close by my house. I usually go to this spa and they do a really good pedicure. But the last time I went there, I'm just like, I don't know whether they actually cleaned out the foot basin because like two days later like the bottom of my feet were peeling in the same place and I'm just like okay first of all like my feet don't peel they're soft as a baby's bottom and I take pride in my feet because your feet hold you up like those are the things that you have to take care of always you can't walk on your fucking hands everywhere you go but either way I'm just like something that she did wasn't right And I was just like, no, I think it was really because this may have been another homophobic situation, too. And I'm not just going around saying that people are doing shit, but this is the world that we live in. Um, So I had scheduled the appointment, right? They know me. They know my name. Hey, Eve, how's it going? I, however, had not seen this girl before. Perfectly fine. It's a very quaint, professional place. Um, And I'm only not sharing the place for their discretion and also my discretion my safety um as far as when I got there she's like oh we have you in the system for a men's pedicure okay because I'm a grown-ass man what I'm just very confused as to what you're not seeing and what I'm not presenting when I walk up in here okay so she's just like oh Okay, and I'm just like, I guess she's waiting for my husband or somebody to walk in behind me. No, like, no, Molly, the pedicure is for me. Can we just move along? Um, When I got back to the back, I noticed that it was a lady that was leaving. And I didn't see the girl, like, scrub out anything, but she was rinsing. Only a few days ago did I replay the moment in my mind. I was like, oh, shit. She was rinsing from the lady that was just sitting there, but she never scrubbed anything. So the lady probably had like a fungal, something fungal related. Um, So back to this morning, drop my friend's dog off at the groomer and I'm sitting in the car outside the groomer and I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to go in Target and walk off some of this frustration that I had from Kelly, Shelly and Karen. Um, it's not my fault that y'all got stuck with dogs and grooming them and you have hair all over you all day. That's what y'all chose. Y'all filled out these applications, not me. They gave me such a hard time, y'all. They gave me such a hard time and didn't even acknowledge me. I stood there in this little room before anybody said anything. And I was just like, hey, you know, I had to put on that voice like, hey, how's everyone doing? Good morning. (sighs) Okay. So I'm just like, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and go in Target real quick. As I'm walking into Target, two white ladies in front of me, no mask. It seemed like they were racing me to the door because I had on a mask and maybe they didn't want to walk in the after wave of my mask breathing. Just saying. So I stopped and I let them continue to walk ahead of me. Um, because I I don't really like white people walking behind me anyway. Um, I just don't. Uh, You got to keep your eyes on them, period. So as I'm in the store, um, you get through the first set of double doors, and then there's a sign. The sign says, due to an emergency order, all customers are required to wear a mask. 
the guy at the front who is sanitizing the carts and also making sure that people have on masks says nothing to Kelly the second and Shelly the second. There is a black guy. No mask. You know what he says? Sorry, sir, you're going to have to uh, put on a mask into the store. The guy has his mask in his hand and he's putting it on. But I'm just like, first of all, he's all the way back in the parking lot. Like, first of all, like you all the way out the store now. And Kelly, too, and Shelly, too, is back there breathing on somebody's infant in the frozen food. Like, this is this is the shit that we'd be talking about. Like, moments like this. But I went to Target because I was like, hey, yeah, self-care day. I'm going to really stick it to these racist people and love myself today, right? And because I also told y'all, y'all know when I tell y'all shit, I feel bad if I don't do it. And I also feel bad if I don't, like, make my episodes. So I'd be like, man, I'm tired of shit. But, like, I got to do what I told them. So I'm like, yeah, they already know I'm going to be doing some self-care shit. So let me take time for myself now. I got me a new pumice stone a new male pedicure kit. Oh, and I got a few uh, bullet holsters. A lot of people probably like, what the fuck is that? That's what I call the sports bra. It's a bullet holster. Um, Yeah. Like Austin Powers has, I mean, changed my life when I saw it. And I was like, oh, I can just call these bad boys bullets. And my bras will be the bullet holsters. But either way, I came, came back home. And I I had me a pedicure and I posted it on my Instagram. Be sure to follow me at Upright with Eve. I posted a photo on my story and in my feed. I had my cognac. I had my pedicure going on. I put some um, Dr. Till's soaking Epsom salt in there. I treated my nails with some, some tea tree oil, used a little carrier coconut oil. It was really nice. I scraped and everything and I, I trimmed. It was beautiful. Like, we got to make time for ourselves, yo. And for me, I know it used to always be like I was happy to have a haircut. And that's all that really mattered. You know, the girls saw my wave spinning. I was good, you know. And as I get older, like, I, I do have to go for massages. I do have to go for pedicures or give myself a pedicure. I do give myself facials. Um, all of those things, like, it's a real thing to have to take care of yourself. I actually have a, I think I have a haircut on Saturday. Um, usually when I do my haircuts, I will do a deep condition. Aveeno actually has a naturals line now, and I use their conditioner. Um, I think it's the only one that they have right now, and it actually has a black cumin seed oil. Um, it has some other natural extracts in there so I'll like come home after the barbershop I'll condition first I'll wash second and then I'll condition again brush my hair I'll do my little brush out make sure all the wave is in place make sure the crown of my head is perfectly closed I'll put my oil in there a lot of people have always asked me what type of oil do I use I do use a hemp seed cannabis oil from Target um, and then I'll also use a um, rose water and mint oil from from Target as well. Text me if y'all want those links to those products. Matter of fact, just put the podcast's number in your phone. Uh, You can text it, call, leave a voicemail, whatever you want to do. 
202-780-9953. After my haircut, after I do my hair, wash my hair, I throw my do-rag on. Um, I'll usually pull the top of my do-rag up so that I can do a facial. I do use, um, I use a a natural exfoliating mask that actually has um, manuka honey and walnuts in it. And the small shavings of walnuts actually exfoliate and pull the dry skin off. It is on Amazon. Uh, It's by Era Organics. And if you just type in microdermabrasion um, walnut mask, it should come up. It's about 15 bucks, something like that, 15 or $16. Um, you can also text me if you want that link. The whole point of this episode is to debunk that masculine presenting lesbians are living like cave people when it comes to self-care. Yes, self-care is something that we all have to continue to do consciously. I've only shared a small dose of how I am continuing to care for myself in action. I hope that you are able to do something today, the day that you are listening to this podcast. And if it's too late for you to do it, make sure that you do something the next day that actually shows yourself that you are important and that you care for yourself. To all my masculine presenting um, individuals out in the world, I love you. I appreciate you. And to any other person that is listening to this podcast, we are a tribe of good people. We love you. We take care of our community. We take care of ourselves. And uh, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Please, please, please make sure you are reviewing um, the podcast. It means so much to me to be able to read what you guys think, what you like, what you don't like. Even if it's a one star, one star is better than none. I appreciate you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Make sure you're loving on yourself. Peace, good people.